I'm so excited for this episode. Welcome to another episode of Mind Your Space. Now, this here is a safe space where we share the raw and often challenging experiences we have as mothers. Today's episode is deeply personal as I open my heart to talk about a topic that is rarely discussed openly. I'm going to be talking about miscarriages today. Now, I do want to take this time to emphasize if you or someone else you know who is going through miscarriages or having a miscarriage, you are not alone. My hope is that by sharing my own journey, we can offer comfort, understanding, and a sense of community to those who have experienced the pain and loss. Now, before we begin, I really want to remind everyone out there that whatever you're feeling right now, it is okay. Whether you are navigating grief, healing, or simply looking for some insights, you have found a safe place. And thank you for joining me on this emotional journey. Let's dive in. I want to take you on a journey and I want to share my story with you. Now let's rewind back because I need to explain this part so you can fully understand what I have been through. My husband and I was trying to have a child for a very long time. And in that moment, it was hard. For months, it was hard. And I thought something was wrong with me. And I, I did a lot of tests just to figure out what was going on, why we not getting pregnant. And so at that point, it was taking a toll on me. For couples who have problems conceiving, like I know it's not an easy journey. It is so hard and very emotional. And I experienced it for, you know, a couple months and it took a, it took a toll on me. So I can't imagine doing this for years. And so I do want to put that out there. And so after a very long time, I told my husband, I said, hey, let's just not try. Because it's taking the fun out of fun time. And I'm just really stressed about everything. And it's just too much pressure. And I had to take a step back. And he, he agreed. And so we just have fun. And when it happened, it happened. It will happen. And so that's what we keep telling ourselves. So fast forward, I was home. I had that day to myself and I decided, okay, I'm, I, I missed my period. My period didn't come on time. And I said, okay, let's take a pregnant. Let me take a pregnancy test. And my heart keep racing. Cause I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? That three minutes was the longest three minutes ever. <laughs> it was the longest three minutes ever. And I saw one strike and then I saw another one coming in. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I was so excited. The joy I felt when I saw that other strike, that other line, oh my goodness. So immediately I keep thinking, I can't keep this for, like I can't keep this. I can't wait to tell my husband, I need to tell him immediately. But also I wanted to do something grand. <laughs> no, stay with me. I really wanted to this. I I wanted to do something grand and so grand. And so I called up my friend and I told her because she was really excited, and we tried to figure out how we can get this done. We do have a photographer who I called and I explained, and she was like, "Okay, we done for this." But bear in mind, all of us going to school, so yes. <laughs> At the point in time, I had to make up a lie to get him where I needed to 
where he needed to be at a specific time. And so the lie that I make up was, babe, um, he know of a photographer and she's um, going to school and everything. I said, it was a wrong exam time. I said, she have a final project and she need to take out pictures of a couple. Um, he's like, so you don't have any other couples because he have work and um, classes and stuff back to back. He only have like a 15 minutes break. And I was like, no, it have to be a black couple. And clearly we were the only black couple because everybody else was there interracial. So, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna do it because you know, it's her grade is very important. So I needed to organize everything to, he's like, I only have 15 minutes. So be there so we can get it done. I was like, cool, we'll be there, we'll get it done. Oh my goodness, that was so intense. We got there, we did everything, we tried to find good lighting, it, we just, nothing wasn't working out because it had this big truck that came in the spot we were supposed to be, so we had to move. But, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember holding this sign, like he didn't see anything, his back was turned because the photographer said, hey, you need to be turned, and then when you turn around, you're gonna see me, I guess, right? His wife, right? And so you're gonna be surprised. I guess or something like that i can't remember the full story but so i had a sign and i would probably insert like a short clip or a video if i can find it or a picture and i had a sign saying you're going to be a father and so i was just standing there looking like with a big smile on my face and my friend was videoing at the point in time and he turned wrong and he was speechless like he couldn't believe it like it caught him off guard and that was one of the happiest moments in history i just remember that day and i always remember that part and i keep that dear to me i hold it really dear to me and fast forward um two weeks after having some fun time i went to the bathroom and um i urinated and i wiped and there was blood. My heart sank. I didn't fully understand what was happening and I was scared. I called my husband in and he's like, of course, he just like, he don't know what's going on. And so I started thinking all kinds of things. I was like, well, the one thing that I didn't want it, what is going on? Am I having a miscarriage? Like what is happening and I waited the next day to call my doctor and to explain the situation to him and I oh so I called my doctor and I, I called my doctor I explained the situation to him and he said to me um, are you sure it's not like spotting and I was like I have never spot in my entire life and this is not my normal period like i would know i said and he's like you know give it two days if it's still happening give me a call back it was still happening so after two days it was still happening so i had to call him back so that week i went in to do some blood tests two different blood tests on different days and um i was waiting for the reason i waiting the results so the following week and bear in mind, I have been bleeding up until. So the following week, um, I remember being home and just 
waiting for the doctor to call and i knew if the doctor called he would either say whatever if it's good news i believe he would say it on the phone um i'm waiting for the doctor to call and i remember my husband was like babe everything is all right he's you know supportive and he's very optimistic right me on the other hand it was another story i i knew something wasn't right in me and i can feel it it was different i got a call my phone rings and i answer and the secretary secretary she's like hi is this so and so i was like yeah um doctor so and so need you to come in to discuss the results of your blood test and in that moment i automatically knew I was having a miscarriage like that was it I knew from the time they called and I had to go in like I knew before because I knew something was not right with my body but that call confirmed everything and so I was crying in the car I was bawling put myself together and then I finally go inside to hear what the doctor had to say of course, he gave that news and my heart chattered again, just hearing from the doctor. And I just drove myself back home and I cried. I, I cried so much. I told my husband what was happening. He eventually came home. And you know what's crazy is that I felt like even though this was happening to me, everything was... Everything continued. The world was continued. Like I had to go back out to work. I had to go to class. I had to do everything. But inside that I was a mess. I couldn't function. And I felt so alone at that point in time. Even though my husband was right next to me most of the time. Comforting me. I just felt like I was in this alone. Because no one is feeling this inside of me this emptiness and so i do want to say that the bleeding actually even though after the doctor confirmed the bleeding continued so i think i was bleeding for at least three weeks at least three weeks almost a month and i remember the last day when the bleeding stopped when that was it i went to work i went to work and um like, like i said i was a mess had to go to work because the bills had to be paid school tuition everything had to be everything was moving forward and i had to do the same and so i went to work that evening and i remember going in the bathroom because i was just really emotional like i couldn't see people and i was like right there in front of people greeting people and stuff like that and i just had to go in the bathroom and I did, I told my supervisor what had happened and she's like, you know, take the time you need, whatever the case might be. And I went to the bathroom and I just broke down. I broke down. I was just crying. I couldn't stop. And um, when I, when I, I remember pulling down to see what's going on and it looked like a small light beam, I would say, that came out of me. And, um. In that moment, I can feel it. I knew that's the reason why I went to the bathroom. I felt something. I felt like life was sucked out of me. Like I knew it was like it was happening and every day it was being drawn out of me. But that was the last bit of it. 
and when that happened i just couldn't hold it in anymore and so yes i broke down and i, I messaged my husband and i told him and i had to go home like i couldn't work i couldn't work that day after seeing um who was on uh, my my sanitary napkin and so yeah i went home and for weeks i was to myself i for weeks i was going through the stages of grief for those of you who have no idea what the stages of grief are i'm just gonna go through them briefly with you the first stage is denial the second stage is anger now the third stage is bargaining the fourth stage is depression and the fifth stage is acceptance and so i actually went through those stages and i remember one time i was just really angry and when i was angry i think i was angry at society and i was angry at people who didn't see or didn't didn't feel what i was feeling at that point in time and i didn't understand when someone have a miscarriage the the stages that they go through or how traumatic it can be until i went through it myself but i asked myself so women who have gone through this in the past why did they push it off like if it's normal like oh i had a miscarriage and then they move on now that wasn't me and i couldn't do that and i was just so angry that that was portrayed throughout that's what i saw woman oh yeah i had a miscarriage and that that was it and i couldn't understand like why i was feeling this way when i at least they appeared not to be bothered by it or maybe they was but they didn't speak out on it I think that's one of the biggest reasons for us in motherhood there's a lot of um silent suffering and so that's one of the reasons why i created this podcast because i really wanted to share my experience because no one wasn't talking about these things wasn't expressing these things and really didn't know how it affects us mentally and how to deal with this and that's why mind your space came up you know um that's why that's in the hence the name of my podcast with mind in your space M mind your space and so at that point in time i did so much research and people was like well you know some people was really genuine and then others was well at least you know you can have a child now and i'm like what like this is insane i don't understand and so I was just really angry for a very long time. And there goes my baby. <laughs> there goes baby boy. I think he's getting up. Now, after being angry, doing research, and just explaining to people that, yes, I know a lot of people have miscarriages. Yes, a lot of people experience a miscarriage throughout their motherhood journey. But it's maybe common but it's not normal and i just don't want to normalize having a miscarriage and normalize like it's like not normalizing like oh oh you had a miscarriage that's it like fine move on 
so i don't want you with normal i don't i understand that it's very common but don't use normal and that's for me because it is not normal like my pain is my pain like don't try to make me feel bad because this is hurting me you understand what i'm saying like i need to be able to mourn i need to be able to have this time and i didn't and society is saying that you shouldn't basically when this happens you go back out to work like if nothing like it, like if nothing never happened you have to function the same way you're functioning before and that wasn't the case for me because i couldn't function for weeks i would pass on the road and i would see a child and i would i would inside would be bawling but I, I had to appear to be okay and i would be so sad every time i see a child because that is the child like i never knew like my, my child i never knew like i i don't know her name like his her i don't know if it was a boy or girl like i don't know these things and it hurt it hurt so much for a very long time and so and so after being angry for a very long time i went into a very depressive state and i had to even though it's so weird like even i had to cover it up sometimes but my whole inside was sad but i had to put on a smiling face because i had to go to work and i had to do everything and bear in mind at this point in time i really wasn't communicating with my husband the way i should have I was dealing with it all on my own and is not and I want you to know wives out there mothers is that you both are going through this not just you alone and at that point in time I really didn't even think about what my husband was feeling because it was all about me and uh, he was the one yes comforting me and, and and doing all of these things and I felt like at that point in time I really didn't consider him when I look back I should have and we should have dealt with it together and do it together but I didn't at that point in time and that's my baby okay so I'm back and I don't remember where I left off because baby boy oh my goodness yeah so we were talking about the stages of grief and so the last stage is acceptance right and let me tell you, I can't tell you how long it took me because I cannot remember. Looking back, I realized when I, when I entered that stage was the minute I can look at another child and not feel the pain that I felt at the beginning of what I was going through. And so it took me a very long time to get there. And to this day, it is emotional for me still. Yeah, and I just want to say that Grief is a journey and it's okay to feel the way you feel right now. Just know that you, you wouldn't always feel this way. One day you will wake up and you will look at another kid and those feelings wouldn't be there anymore. And that is what I experienced. Now it took me a long time. I'm not going to lie. It did. And I just hate the fact that society expect mothers to just move on and not just with having a miscarriage but with um, becoming a mom as well like they gave us six weeks to go back out to the workforce 
or six weeks or three months or whatever whatever you call it and that is not enough like we are so undervalued as mothers that it hurts the stuff that we do there's no price on it it is priceless and society makes us feel that it's not worth anything but i'm here to say that it is worth everything everything so i want you to know that now how you navigate your grief would look different for everyone and if you think you need to go and speak with a professional go and speak with a professional that is totally fine but here are some tips that you can do that would that would help i think this is one of the biggest thing is giving yourself time and grace to heal like i said even though we want this not everybody sees us this especially in society but that is very crucial when you're going through this stage those stages and i always tell people to don't suffer in silence always remember to seek support if needed know yourself to know when you need help and a lot of the times in these cases sometimes we blame ourselves i need you to not blame yourself and always remember to do things that brings joy to you no matter what you're going through whether you have a miscarriage or you're just going through a hard phase in life you need to do something that brings joy to you go back way back to say okay what made me happy i haven't done that in forever i need to do that right now so at one point i needed to look back and say okay what made me happy oh all these things and i choose what i can do at this current time and it really transformed the way i look and the way i perceive things and so those are the ways you're gonna see yourself shifting from grief to having hope and that happened to us from me grieving to having hope again that okay we can do this now i'm not going to tell you it was an easy journey it was very difficult and because of what happened, it was very traumatic for me. And let me explain why. I, I didn't see it at the beginning, but afterwards, I saw the effect it had on me. And I really had to talk to someone, talk to my husband, explain to him what was going on because it was taking a toll on our relationship. And so at that point in time, going back to the doctor, after experiencing all these things, the doctor said, hey, you guys need to wait before trying again. Now, I could have care less. I was like, babe, let's just, we waited for like a month. And I was like, no, I think we, I think we are right to like go ahead and try again. And so we did. And let me tell you, I remember, I remember taking the pregnancy test and he was in the room. I was in the bathroom. And it came out positive. At that point in time, I had zero emotions. I didn't know how to feel. I called my husband and I showed him. And I honestly didn't get a reaction out of him. Because of what we experienced. And so, of course, we kept it to ourselves. And I did tell my friends eventually. Because they are the ones who was very supportive. And who really helped me, you know when i was going through that rough path so i i always say i don't want to go through this alone so i have no problem 
sharing it with some close friends you know what i'm saying and so i did but i was never happy because i was always on edge because i'm like what if this happened again and i was extremely sick throughout that pregnancy throughout my entire pregnancy i was vomiting like 10 times a day at one point i had to stop work but i worked for as long as i could but then when it was dangerous to me and my unborn child at the time i realized i had to stop even though it would put us in a financial hole like a financial hole it was the best move to make so now we on this new journey of becoming parents again and i was traumatized because every time i go to the bathroom to urinate and wipe my heart would beat so fast and i would i i just would imagine the same thing over again having a miscarriage over again and then when i wiped and there was no blood it was like a relief but this is how i realized how trauma affects people differently because the first time this happened to us we had fun time and i associate fun time with my miscarriage I know it's crazy and with my background with my studies the logic it was like i'm like i know it's not true but because my brain is saying something else like because my brain experienced this traumatic moment th those were the triggers for me sex was a trigger for me and so like i said it really affected our relationship because i'm like i don't wanna i don't wanna have fun time because i felt like I'm going to have a miscarriage all over again because I associated the miscarriage with fun time because after having fun time, that's when the bleeding starts. And so for a very long time, I had to, and I finally had to talk to my husband. I was like, this is what trauma is. I now understood um, the triggers of trauma and how like having that traumatic experience could affect you later on and so we had to talk about it and go over it and it was very hard at first but eventually I was able to like okay okay let go of that so it took some time and this is me saying that that experience really took a lot out of me and a lot of out of a lot out of our relationship as well and it, it felt slow it, I, don't, I can't speak anymore <laughs> like it took a lot of, of our relationship and i felt like i was being very selfish like when i look back now i can say that but at the point in time i didn't care i like honestly I, I i was like all about me and i didn't realize that it was about we we was experiencing this miscarriage not just me you know but yes i'm, I'm the mother physically it um it happened to me and of course emotionally and stuff like that but i wish i did um include my husband more with my feelings and i wish he had come to me and talk about it as well but i felt like he didn't want to do it because i was hurting so much and as men a lot of the times you tend to don't express that side of you any way you take it so um, I just want to say for couples who experience this, for moms, just be mindful. Yes, you are going through this, but know that your husband is going through this as well. 
or your partner is going through this as well so that's one thing to be mindful of that i neglect and i just want to say just know that you are not alone going through this yes your story matters and your pain is very much valid and i want to say embrace self-compassion i have talked about it a lot on my podcast just being able to be kind with yourself I like I said it is a journey but it's something that we need to take advantage of also just remember to celebrate the moments of joy and I know in this time you could say like what is joyous about this moment and experience in this um and I think that when you reach that last stage of grief especially the acceptance that is when you could experience those moments of joy for instance when I'm with other kids now i realized that i was in the moment and i wasn't thinking about what happened to me so i can fully experience these kids and laugh um about the things that they are doing and just have that moment with them instead of me focusing on what i have lost and so just always remember that and that one thing i had to remember is that you know i just want to say thank you all for being a part of this deeply personal conversation and remember, you are not alone. There is no right or wrong way to deal with grief. And I'm telling you, if you're going through this, it is okay to feel what you're feeling. Don't let anyone make you feel otherwise. Remember, at this point in time, your mental health is very important. And your space, people who you keep around you, is very important as well. Because they are the ones who are going to help you throughout this time. So remember to always mind your space.